Before we begin today's episode, we have our patrons over at Patreon, and they are Aperba, Rock the Green, Hanson Screen Printing, Lauren L., Paul Campaneshi, Andy Herbrand, Eric Sari, and Kelby Goodman. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sari. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin, history, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. This is your weekly dose of the Dairy State and we are your hosts as always. I am Eric. And I'm Ross. And today we are talking about something very near and dear to our hearts. Uh, all the way from uh, Bernice to Sissy, Pinky the Elephant to Igor the Mouse. That's right, we are discussing a legendary manufacturer. We will not tell you who that is just yet, but uh, that manufacturer makes the majority of these creations uh, that we see all around the state of Wisconsin. So uh, we can't wait to, to talk about that, and we'll post some pictures too on Instagram oh, yeah. and Facebook. But uh, hey, as always, we do have a, a great Wisconsin music today from Walt Hamburger. Uh, we have another beer review. Uh, another edition of how many locals you weren't. It's gaining a lot of traction. Uh, I believe that we are uh, making great waves in the, in the numbers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we're causing more or if we're uh, creating less. I have no idea, but uh, Hey, if you haven't already, uh, please swing by Apple podcast or Spotify. Uh, give us some sort of a review uh, uh, stars, you know, give us as many as you think we deserve and give us some sort of feedback. We oh, yeah. really appreciate it. Really what it does for us uh, is it gives us the, uh, the ability to, to infiltrate into more people's algorithms. So a suggested podcast uh, to those who listen to, you know, other podcasts on yeah. Spotify or Apple, it might pop up and say, Hey, you might want to listen to Wisconsin Drunken History. You like and, history podcasts? Check this bad boy out. Right, so. exactly. So it, it just really is a, a one one additional way to reach listeners that uh, may not have uh, heard us or, or heard of us yet. So uh, we are getting a lot of really great following on Instagram. Oh, yeah. That thing is gaining traction. We're nearing 1,000. Uh, That's and, awesome, and man. Ga- I, mean, I mean, we're gaining we, every day. We came from nothing, you know? And like, and yeah. if you look at like the numbers, man, it's like we're getting about like 4K plays on the episodes yeah now. i mean it's which is awesome right yeah. and from all over the world and like just really cool people want to listen to us and never thought it would know? happen yeah you know? me neither but so we're doing something right i guess and we'll continue to try <laughs> yeah yeah that's the word try so yeah if you could okay. uh do your part on on the instagram uh uh, follow us, uh, go to our Apple and, uh, and Spotify and give us some sort of review or a like, yeah. um, that's really the best way. It's huge. I mean, if you, it's only takes a couple minutes and it does so much for this podcast, like, yeah. it'd be awesome. So. And also stop by our website. Our website has uh, a lot of the links that you need to find uh, our merch. So the T public link oh, is yeah. there. 
Patreon, that's another great way to get money directly to us. Uh, if you're really enjoying and digging what we're doing, uh, that's the best way to, to to basically sponsor it directly. So. Yeah, and the money really doesn't go to us. It kind of goes to paying for the music and the yeah. servers. We haven't made a dime, I don't know, to be honest with you, especially with the equipment. We've lost. Yeah, we've lost. lost. So. We're in the red. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, though. It's a hobby, right? <laughs> yeah. We enjoy it. So uh, th- those are the best things. We have been having a little bit of uh, a server issue with the uh, website. The episodes, for some reason, aren't uh, embedding the way that they're supposed to. Uh, so we are uh, we're likely going to shut that down for a little bit until we can get that figured out. Um, but all the other links are on there and working and active, and you can see some pictures of us as well on there. Uh, obviously, uh, that is WisconsinDrunkenHistory.com. Uh, let's go ahead and jump right in. Let's uh, let's find out about the uh, the manufacturer that we teased at the beginning here. Yeah, so you may be traveling and stumble across a loon named Claire on your way to the Northwoods, or maybe a cow named Sissy at the Cheese Chalet, or maybe a pink elephant with sunglasses called Pinky, a 40-foot-tall Paul Bunyan. Have you seen that guy? I have. He's a beef. He's a beef. <laughs> maybe you've seen a big boy holding a hamburger. At the old Big Boy restaurant. Yeah, that was just Eric. I think they actually, I think they actually uh, opened a Big Boy here in Wisconsin. Though, they did, yeah. The, awesome. uh, this year, I think, was the um, the revival of Big Boy in Wisconsin. Or maybe a massive muskie in Hayward. Have you seen that thing? That thing's freaking huge. You go in the ass and you kind of go up the stairs in the museum and then you get to his mouth and you can see over the city. It's that was a, a statue? It's a massive muskie. I thought that was you. Oh, that is me. A fucking huge musky. I'm fucking teethy. <laughs> You're <laughs> like big and musky. <laughs> Have you ever wondered where all these glossy fiberglass masterpieces come from? Well, actually, right here in Wisconsin. The place we are talking about today is called Fast Fiberglass, which lies in Sparta, where another legendary fiberglass bicyclist lies, Ben Biken. And we've talked about Ben Biken on a previous yeah. episode. He's a massive dude on a bike, like an old school, like, uh, I think they call him like a... Uh, tricycle. It's, it's like a tricycle with, but the, I with the little wheel in the back yeah and the big massive big one. massive wheel up front yeah also called the bike capital of america named after the greek city state of sparta the population is roughly about 10k people and it also home to butterfest which is uh pretty awesome in my book great butterfest great festival lather me up baby i'm going into the fryer yep i'd do it smell like a, a nice turkey cooking oh yeah you need to lather and slather <laughs> The Fast Corporation origins are a bit unknown, as the certain date cannot be 100% pinned down. And it has about five iterations of the business to where it is today. It was sometimes in the late 60s or early 70s when fiberglass had become a usable tool, and even famous furniture designers like Aero Saarinen used them for the furniture masterpieces like the tulip chair that we all know, yeah. the art piece. Yep. And due to the demand in places like the Dells and other roadside attractions, something was needed to catch the attention and drive people to the locations. Sculptured advertising ad is known, and things like large animals or massive bowling pins could just do that. The name would become Creative Display sometime in the mid-70s, and there was the very first piece was finished in 1978 at the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame in Hayward, Wisconsin, which is the one where you enter the colon, go up to the mouth, you can kind of see over the city. Pretty neat, actually. If, and if you haven't seen it, it's freaking huge. You can see it when you're traveling there. It's massive. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I haven't seen it in person, but, uh, uh, you know, the pictures that you can find online for it. Um, huge. I imagine it doesn't do it justice from what you're saying. Too. No, it's, it's massive. It's massive. And, like, if you're an outdoor, like, a fishing enthusiast, you have to go to the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. 
I've always wanted to be in there, but I've never caught a fish big enough. I no, just, and, and I get like minnow sized shit. But like, well, I've gotten some good fish, but I'm yeah. just saying I usually get minnow sized like panfish or something. But know? how exactly would you go about? I mean, there's not a Guinness Book of World Records for the Wisconsin Hall of Fame, you know? So the, the who DNR, do you I think the DNR keeps records for that. So if you do get a massive fish and you think you got the record, just take a picture. Get the. I was going to say a picture next to yeah, some sort of measuring device. Yeah, scale and then measure the girth and then weigh it if you can. Yeah. You get all that stuff and then and get the picture of you with it. i was just gonna say and record all of that if you can i mean nowadays yeah. we all have cell phones take the video so that way they can pause it at different moments to see exactly how but i mean that would be really cool like you said to be uh to be in and and, and cemented into wisconsin's cool. fishing you know uh you know highlights and, and in the hall it would be and, amazing and I'm, I'm a massive fisher but i'm more of a catch and release guy i usually don't take the fish home i just like just being yeah. out there with a beer and a cooler i just eat it just, raw right just, off, just right off the, the hook head. yeah <laughs> Yeah, Ozzy, like, Ozzy, that uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> in 1983, Jerome Vetris Corporate incorporated the company under the new name Fiberglass Animals, Shapes, and Trademarks, a.k.a. Fast Corporation. Yeah, wow, I didn't know that stood for something. Jerry intended to grow the business providing much of the same type of product, animals, business trademarks, and roadside attractions, but quickly recognized a unique opportunity. Marketing in those days was heavily concentrated on two annual trade show ex- exhibi- exhibitions, at one of the larger exhibits, Jerry actually just brought a trailer with an 11-foot Viking in the parking lot as money was tight. So he actually didn't even go inside. He just set up outside. And what, what a way yeah. to grab attention, man. That's awesome. And Jerry received many compliments on uh, the quality of workmanship along with the simple question, what does it do? The lack for an adequate answer motivated Jerry to come up with a product of the same workmanship that does something, paving the way for the current line of fast, kitty delight-themed water slides. With these new additions to the product line, the company began to experience a steady growth rate. And if you go to the Dells and uh, you slide down that frog with his mouth open, you know the yeah. one I'm talking about. Yep. I've I've done it even as an adult, even though I kind of get stuck in there now <laughs> with my gut zito. But uh, yeah, you, I mean, if you go over to the Dells, most of the water parks have all been done here. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. I mean, that is because, you know, obviously we are the water park capital of the world. Yeah, and uh, it, it's it's just a good a good sign when you've got you know your local a local company providing the materials. Yeah, uh, and, and producing the things. You know, it just and I've been wanting to do this one for a long time. Man. Yeah, I love. I'm a nerd, dude. I stop Pinky at the all elephant's of those. one of your favorite for sure. I stop at like all those, and Rachel gets kind of annoyed by me because I always take a selfie with all these massive cows or like, yep, you know, Claire and de Lune it, and like all you know. Stuff. And and again, it you know, hope it's not like the the most cool thing in the world, but like it like grabs your attention, right? Yeah, it's, like, so it's it's just it's unique. It's it's cool. It's art in 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 you know a a, a different form than you would normally see. It's. Uh, it's fun. It's character. It, it's it's really cool. And and then just the Wisconsin history alone is really great. Yeah. In 1999, the company had grown to a point in which Jerry figured his talents in design, sculpting, and painting were not effectively being used as he was spending too much time running a business. And uh, doesn't that happen to everyone that has a business? You don't get to focus yeah. on what you want to do. You're managing. He turned to James Schauf, a golfing buddy and good friend who had extensive experience in manufacturing. This meeting resulted in Jim buying Jerry out in January of 2000. And I believe that was so Jerry could go back to sculpting and painting, which yeah. is what he was good at and what he wanted to do, which is like the thing. It's like, yeah, you become like so much money that you don't get to focus on what you want. You're managing money, people, time. Like it's, well, you know, you're, you're, you're focusing more on, uh, on building the brand instead of building the art that is the brand, you know? Yeah, exactly. So in 2020, Fast Corporation was purchased by the Shelf family and has owned and operated the business 
all the way up until now, expanding Fast Corp's market share and product line by Ryan Lakowski and rebranded as the Fast Fiberglass LLC. Ryan brings with him extensive technical and fabrication experience, and he looks forward to bringing us into the new modern era while delivering the same high-quality products that Fast has always been known for, and that is the statement on their website, actually, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Yeah, that's that was not just the what, one I copied from the website. Yeah, just Russ, so like, Russ just wanted to get their their, yeah. their company promise and motto out there. Yeah, I mean, so the next time you head up to the Dell, slide down the mouth of a frog or duck, see maybe a few porpoises in some sweet jump poses, or any of the large roadside attractions anywhere throughout Wisconsin. Um, and if you want to go to like a more obscure thing to bring your family to is uh, the Fast Corporation Fiberglass Graveyard, mm-hmm. which is cool because they have all the old molds there. So you can see all sure. the stuff they've done in the past and stuff. And they just have them outside in like a big, massive graveyard. Right. So you see like the old big boys, like yeah. big deer, big Indian chiefs, you know, like stuff yeah. like that, which is pretty neat. That would be really cool. It, it is. And I know Eric, being a massive guitar fan, the Les Paul guitars in Waukesha were done by Fast Fiberglass. That's that's right. Yeah, absolutely. And those, I mean, gee, you can find those. I mean, even the outskirts of Waukesha has oh, yeah. uh, like one or two that's, uh, you know, not necessarily downtown, not on the Riverwalk, that kind of stuff. You can actually just be driving out by like Golden Corral, and I yeah, think there's you, one yeah. uh, out there. So that's, I mean... It's pretty cool. It's made Very here, cool. You know? And then I know there's one guitar shop we went to together that has a massive telecast cream city cream city yeah i was and actually I, just texting adam oh no that. way yeah and so yeah, yeah. fast actually did, i believe they did that one as well yeah. and i'm a huge telecaster fan you know that yeah. so yeah really really cool stuff and and like you said the the uh the craftsmanship and and the uh attention to detail and the amount of time and effort and work oh, that yeah. this that this takes is is just it, you got to go and see them in person to be able to appreciate it completely and I know I've been trying to talk Rachel, who is from the the Rebel Roost episode, about uh, getting a twenty five chicken, twenty five foot chicken in yeah. front of the house, but uh, so far it hasn't gone over very well. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it out there. I, yeah, a, a massive twenty five foot cock in your front yard is just. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. think it's a great way to get people into the farm, but... Uh, I think a lot of people would definitely take notice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a big cat. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge... <laughs> Holy shit. Holy cow. That that chicken's packing something, dude. Yeah. Just re- and it's just a really cool place, and, uh, you know, I had to feature this one. It's been on our list for so long, and I'm finally glad I got a chance to write it. You know, it was kind of hard finding information. I got a lot of stuff off their site, and then I found just a few things at the Wisconsin Historical Society. But I'm really glad I put this one together, and I really yeah. hope you guys get a chance to go out to Fast Corporation, the graveyard at least, and check it out. Yeah. And next time, you know, you're in the Dells or you're somewhere, take a selfie with uh, Claire DeLoon and uh, send it on over to us. We love yeah. seeing that stuff. Or uh, maybe you're uh, Milk and Sissy or uh, Bernice underneath yep. her there and. uh Take, yeah. take pictures, document it, and tag us in it on uh, Facebook or Instagram. We want to see some milkers. All right. And now for our Wisconsin music segment. Yeah, we got a special one, actually, from um, the home of Harry Houdini and uh, William Defoe there up in Appleton. Yeah. Yeah, Harry Houdini and William Defoe, the, I mean... Uh, I mean, Wisconsin's biggest uh, yeah, claims to fame. Sure. I mean, that, that's their our and famous Mark, people. Mark Ruffalo, we're seeing too. The, oh yeah, Mark the Ruffalo, Hulk, the yeah. Hulkster. Yeah, yeah. But at one time, yeah, one time was the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we've got Walt Hamburger, and uh, you know, for those of you who have have kind of do, you know dove into his catalog, uh, you you might know and recognize that this guy, you know, was once. Uh, kind of more of a, a punk, uh, pop punk kind yeah, of uh, alternative, artist. Alternative, alternative sounds. Yeah. And uh, this is kind of a, a, a cool uh, deviation from that, 
with uh, more of an, an acoustic, uh, singery songwriter, songwriter kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's and, great. I mean, it's a cool song. Yeah, and, and instantly I, I kind of uh, I recognized that I, I I sort of assigned him uh, like bare naked ladies, like that's the, kind the of vocals, the, the vibe I because we kind of like you kind of just close yeah. your eyes and we're listening to it. Yeah, I kind of I heard yeah. that for sure. But uh, yeah, I think I think it's a really cool music, yeah. and, it, and it looks like they're going on some pretty cool tours over in Europe and stuff. So you you got to check these guys out when they come around. Yeah, and and the album that we pulled this one off one week uh, is on and available on uh, Spotify and and Apple Podcast or Apple uh, uh, Music, and uh, the the song that that we we discussed with Walt to to play and we thought was perfect i mean titled drink pretty awesome i mean come on now a- any more perfect than that and i love the album art it like pays homages to kind of like the daniel johnson look yeah it, like it have does. you ever seen that hi how are you it kind of reminds me of the kurt album cobain art. literally wore that and, and made it absolutely famous yeah like uh, uh really cool and then the uh you know the the um the the i guess some of the the, the lyrical content is is of uh, it's something that we can all relate to generally relationships yeah, sure. and, and uh, being in love, uh, missing someone or longing for some just a, a really good, uh, a, a relatable message. And, and like you said, the, the, the guitar is, is really great. It just sounds really, really good. Crisp, clean. Oh yeah. It's a clean so, recording too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really pleasant to listen to. So let's go ahead and jump in. Uh, we've got Walt hamburger drink. Since you left me, all I 
Yeah, dude. That, that was fu- awesome. I love that at the end it just sort of keeps upping the the fucking volume and you uh you almost feel like, "Oh man, it it started out on on kind of a low note, low somber, kind of nice, getting you into there and then all of a sudden it's like by the end just ripping your shit out and and uh, really cool story. Walt Hamburger, again, please go check him out. Uh, and then also uh, check out all the, the back catalog of the stuff too. Uh, follow him on Instagram. Uh, give this guy some credit. Uh, he's making some really cool music, cool tunes, touring in awesome places like we said. Let's go ahead and jump over to our beverage review, which we have uh, another great beer uh, this one, uh, I believe, is from Sand Creek Brewing Company. Yeah, so Sand Creek, for those that don't know, is actually in uh, Black River Falls, Wisconsin. Um, this one is called the Badger Porter and uh, has a pretty sick badger on it. He has a cute little yeah. cute little face, kind of has like some wood grain in the background, has some woodsiness to it. Yeah, this looks like like up north, you walk out the, the back door of like your the- cabin. This is exactly what you would see, the kind of thin, tall pines. Uh, with you know the 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 badger, uh, with that black, white, and gray face, just looking mean but cute at the same time. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of cute, mean, and uh, yeah. So the the, the, the he's, he's the old cute, mean, cute, mean. The ABVs are uh, five. Are, the ABV is five point one percent. So it's not a super heavy one. Not going to wreck your life. Very close to your normal light beers at like yeah. you know the the four point sevens, four point fives. And this one is very malty, kind of low on the bittering scale. I believe right. this one has twenty one IBUs, so yeah. not very high on the bittering scales. Very malty. Um, you're getting that like. I don't know if they have like a cocoa nib in there or like maybe some vanilla because that's kind of the scent I'm getting after just kind of smelling it. And generally, when you have a creamy tan head. Like what we're seeing when we pour, you're going to end up, I think that's pretty characteristic of something yeah. that has like a cocoa nib. Yeah, and I'm guessing it's like a cocoa nib in there. And obviously using like a dark roasted caramel malt or something because I'm getting exactly. that right away. Yep. Um, but yeah, it has like a little bit of like, you know, that um, I don't I don't know what kind. I think they're, they're called caramel and then I'm trying to think of the... Um, another malt. Yeah, there, there's yeah. another malt because I'm getting like a like a, kind of a coffee taste, like the normal porter. It's definitely a roasted malt. Yeah, like, like a said. roasted because you're getting that roasted like coffee-ish flavor, but I'm yeah. getting that um, notes of the cocoa nib and that scent of maybe a little vanilla in there as well. Yeah. And I don't know if there is, but that's kind of my Yeah, we on. could be completely fucked. No, that's kind of what I'm off, getting. But it's just kind of how our palate but is, it's, is it's, receiving it. It's kind of spring now, so this one maybe is a little heavier for this time of year. Yeah. It's still a great beer if you're just going to have one, maybe to start off. Off, get, get or like with dinner or like a dessert, just a say, dessert beer. Yeah, it, it it's really good. And I mean, Sand Creek. I can't even say enough. I love Sand Creek beers. Like I yeah. haven't had one bad beer from Sand Creek. No, and and Black River Falls. I don't think that there's a whole lot of breweries from that particular area. Right. Um. Because that's, that's the that's close the to state. Minnesota, right? Very close. Yeah. And it's kind of by. It's a little up close by to Chippewa Falls too. Yeah. A little up bit, by up by Eau Claire and. and uh, yeah, like you said, uh, it's. I mean, it's north of of uh, Lacrosse and on Alaska by a little ways for sure. But so they're a seven one five zip code. I'm guessing if they're it's up, there. up there. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, and a great cool area. Uh, it definitely feels like up north. That's for sure. Oh yeah, uh, uh, they do have a university up there, Black River Falls University. Um, but the uh, uh, the the beer itself, man, like Russ said, uh, you really can't really good. go wrong with Sand Creek beer. Um, they they are absolutely phenom- phenomenal, and they and they're putting out some. Really good regular classics, which is what I love, you know? Yeah, and I think this one's available all year round. Um, is This one's kind of been sitting in our beer fridge for a while, and we wanted to do it. Um, but I'm, I'm get, I think it's all, all year. I think you can get it like yeah. Woodman's or um, 
I think I've seen it at a, a Hy-Vee or Schnucks as well. Had it, yeah. So you're probably gonna find it anywhere. Um, and just, hey, it's got the it's got the seal of approval. This is real Wisconsin beer. Oh yeah, for sure. This is all. This is all the all the beer you need. So for those that don't know, I collect bottle caps, and like I have a I have um one from Sand Creek because I love the top. It just says Wisconsin made beer basically on it. And yeah. It's one of my favorite caps. I, I have some from all over the world, obviously, like Denmark and Germany and wherever I've been, Mexico, China. So and I collect got, them. And so and I have hundreds. And like we said, they've got just a bunch of really, really good um, straightforward classics. I mean, they've oh, yeah. got easy ales. They've got IPAs and, and classic IPAs, the classic yeah, India pale ales. For sure. Um, that you look forward to. Um, the, the other pale ales that they have as well. Uh, Oktoberfest, because why wouldn't you have one of those? Yeah, they, but then they also have these hard lemonades. Yeah, like a full series of hard lemonades. Yeah, and they're pretty tasty. Very, they're very good, tasty. and they're like really easy drinkable. They're not high in the ABVs, but for summer, they use real Wisconsin cranberries in yeah. in, in theirs, uh, which is uh, to me it makes it taste uh, a little less processed and a little less sugary and shitty like the Mike's Hards do. Oh yeah, yeah you know those sure. just feel like you're you're tasting pure sugar and like. And, and it just doesn't taste good. These ones have just a super good flavor uh, for them. So um, I believe most of those are available uh, really in the heart of summer. So yeah, I check think, those out. I think some of them are available all year round. Like I think, yeah, the, I've I, seen think them. They're, I think they're lemonade and the other one, but they do have like a cranberry one I think is limited release. Yeah. But I believe the other ones you Pom- can Pomegranate get, is, is limited too. It's a summer only, uh, like July-ish. It's, it's actually the opposite. It's okay. winter. It's oh, like, really? It, oh, well, January through June. It's like spring. Oh, it's spring like a winter time? spring. Yeah, but thing. If you get a chance, you got to try those too. They're I mean, great. Sand Creek it puts out awesome stuff, like I said. And if you're up in Black River Falls, go and check them out. I mean, and I'm and I'm jealous of you if you're up by Black River Falls and you're getting to yeah. enjoy Sand um, Creek Brewing Company. <laughs> this is t- this, like this one though. Like, yeah, it's a little heavier, especially for this time of year. But it's kind of been sitting in our fridge. We had it yeah. when it was a little colder. But I'm glad we're doing this one now. It's and a it's great beer. Still, even you know this week. Uh, is is in like the low 40s, kind of maybe clipping the 50s. We had a huge snowfall in April. I know. Again, it's like, so dang. honestly, but. this is still an okay beer to drink right now, but I think we are approaching that time period where porters are going to be you're going to want to move in the on. back of the fridge and, and you're going to save those uh, for maybe beer brats. You're going to want like a summer shandy or a lighter, you yep. know, even like those hard lemonades or uh, some Pilsners, light beers. Yeah. Yeah. Any of those pale ales or, or yeah, the pale nice ales, ales too would be all right. They're yeah. just, they're a little heavy. You might want to slow down if you're doing a you, lot of yeah, work. Definitely. Like we, we preach this pretty regularly. Uh, Cause but if you're drinking an IPA, you're going to want to definitely keep that to a, a, like a two, three max and then switch over to like a Bush latte. Oh, yeah. Or something because I mean, you can't sustain on something. No, like that. I mean, there's been times where I was cutting trees, a little buzzed on some IPAs, and it was probably really dangerous. I luckily nothing happened, but I mean, there was kind of like you know, like walking I, around I, goofing. I remember I, third space IPAs, man. Oh yeah, what a great fucking time! But like we said, you I can get so real trashed. wrecked, man, and that's I got trashed. And I think dude. every every brewery is gonna preach to you safety over anything. Oh for else. sure. You know they want you to enjoy their beers, but also. In moderation and safely. Drink Wisconsin, so, the drink whole Wisconsin thing, man. I mean, that's all they are about. So, yeah, that's going to conclude our little beer review here. And yeah. now on to you know what we're talking about oh, now. Uh, it's about to get dirty. Grab a seat, gather around, join us for a chat. How many logos you have? 
Alright folks, you know what that means And this one is special because uh, Your boy from the studio actually just got pelted pretty hard Lost hearing in my left ear So anybody, if you're going to drink and drive Please be careful and don't hit this guy Yeah, uh, like Ross said He, he was just involved in, a, in an accident Where uh, a driver had hit him and uh, although we don't, I don't know if we know if the other guy was, you know, drinking or anything I am like not that, sure. But, he was um, definitely distracted. He hit me at 70 miles per hour through a stop yeah. sign. Luckily, it wasn't my fault because I only had liability on that car. But and it sucks my ears gone. Like, you're lucky. Studio, like, you're lucky we still got uh, Russ sitting across yeah, from me Yeah, you guys are lucky you still here. have to hear me and listen to my bullshit. Yeah. So. <laughs> maybe you're not lucky, I guess. Yeah, I maybe not. If you maybe don't you, like Russ. Maybe you, want, yeah, maybe you want to change in the studio. <laughs> I like Russ, so I feel lucky. Okay. So there we go. All right, thanks, man. Uh, in this uh, particular incident here, we have a drunk driver striking a police squad. Uh, this was in uh, Middleton. A Middleton officer, uh, d- dispatcher, uh, was actually Oof. hurt in this. Not not killed. We don't uh, do the death ones usually. Only, <laughs> only minor injuries here. So, uh, But uh, we'll go ahead and jump in here. Middleton, Wisconsin. Middleton uh, police officer and dispatcher are recovering from injuries after the squad that they were in was struck head-on by an alleged drunk driver. This was Tuesday, February 15th. Um, Officials uh, stated in a Facebook post that the officer who has 11 years of service and the dispatcher who has 8 years of service uh, each suffered minor injuries in in the wreck. And uh, the Dane County Sheriff's Office uh, arrested the driver of the striking vehicle for operating while intoxicated and other traffic offenses. Uh, obviously, there's a not number good, of not things. Not good when you hit an officer. No. Not, usually not good. You know, um, just terrible, terrible, terrible stuff happens when you drink and drive. So officials said that the uh, this is the fifth Middleton <laughs> squad car to be damaged uh, just within the last two years. Only in Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, uh, it was crazy. That's a hell of a number. Five five of them. Could being you imagine struck. being drunk and hitting a cop car? Like you know, how game much, over. How much how much more unlucky do you get? You game know? over. I mean like I mean you're already playing with fire, but then you fucking strike a I mean a, cop, a, a gas right? tank like that. Like Jesus. Um so this is the fifth one to be struck in the last ten or two years. Um subjects uh, uh who were subsequently arrested uh, for impaired driving. So I mean, this happens quite a bit uh, in this uh, in this Middleton area. Unfortunately, this is all the information we have. This yeah, is, we don't know. We don't have a lot uh, about the guy who struck him. But we just don't even know if it's of, a guy. We, yeah, it was just one of those stories. It's just yeah. like, what the heck is going on in Wisconsin? So this could either be a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. This could be uh, an older person or a younger person. They hit a cop, right? So we got they're driving drunk and they're and hitting hit a cops. Cop. Yeah, and I mean, like, for me, man, like, I don't want to be in an accident anymore, man. I'll tell you right now. So the airbag, the like, the passenger or the driver's side airbag that's on your left, on your shoulder there, that comes out the window now because the new cars have, like, the safety side yeah. one came out. Those are called side curtain airbags. So, yeah, yeah, so, so they, they came out, um, and they think, like, the decibels were probably around, like, 180, 190, and it basically blew my drum out. Yeah. So I lost about eighty to ninety percent of my hearing in my left ear, which really sucks. But shit, I mean, you and I—we've been in bands. We've uh, we've recorded music. I should have lost. Some we from know, that, but like, we I know didn't. our hearing isn't at one hundred percent either way. But for you to have lost like eighty percent, eighty-five percent in one ear, uh, pretty devastating. And and I know we have listeners who also uh, suffer with uh, hearing damage and and oh, loss yeah. of hearing. And um, for for you know anybody. It's devastating. Oh, yeah. And then for somebody who's a, a fan of music and a fan of, um, 
you know, recording it's and been, playing it's and been singing. It's pretty brutal, man. It's got to be weird for you. For it is. Sure. Like, there's definitely an imbalance. Like, you don't realize how much your left ear actually does for Control balance. pretty and, like, much balance. Yeah, yeah, and, like, you can take, you can feel pressure, so you know there's, like, a there's like a door on your left, right? But now that the pressure's gone, I can't feel, and there's, like, the pressure, so I hit things once in a while. Yeah. It's been interesting. I'm going to just... Swimming is going to be weird for you, oh, too, yeah. I think, probably. And I love... You know I love swimming. Swimming is great, man. I swim all the time. Yeah. Your dad's um, got a nice pool over there. Yeah. And- well, so let's dive a little bit into this as much as we can. Like we said, we don't know uh, the gender. We don't know. Yeah, we don't have a lot of information, um, but the fact that they were drunk and hit a cop car, I yeah. think we kind of have to just judge, right? Like, And hey, I don't think they you were... can't see a fucking cop car... I mean, this one, I think I'm going to have to kind of average out. And I think yeah. I have a number. I I mean, I don't think she was blackout, but I think, or whoever, he, she, yep. uh, was like not blackout, but they made a really Close. Bad, bad decision. I so, think they were very cool. I think so too. So... Eric, do you want to go on three and see what you come up with? And we'll just see, because I kind of have a number. I don't have a lot of info, like I said, but I'm going for it. Yeah, I I have a number. I don't know if we're going to be anywhere near each other. Okay. But uh, yeah, uh, on, uh, uh, we'll go three, two, one, 14. 20. Okay. We're actually not, closer not than I bad. thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so we'll have to go 17 probably, meet yeah. in the middle there, you think? I, I feel comfortable 17. 17 local. The reason why I jumped to a 20, I figured this individual was... Uh, um, nearing the complete blackout stage, okay. not quite there. Uh, if they but had had just kind of drowsy going down right. a little bit, exactly, yeah, yeah. just not completely aware and maybe not completely with themselves uh, in order to make uh, uh, any of those appropriate stops or maneuvers or anything. So, and unfortunately, in my younger day, I had some dumb experiences, and I yeah. I, I don't condone anyone drinking drive, but I know when I went to parties sometimes, like I know what it feels like to start dozing off after you're drunk and driving home in a warm car. It's not good. And I and I mean, I'll say too, you know, you kind of don't recognize. Uh, uh, necessarily that night, but definitely the next morning you're, you, you have that feeling of like, man, if I drove to get home last night, this is bad, Yeah, you know? And, yeah, and, sure. and unfortunately then it, by then it's too late, but you got to recognize those things first and early and often. I agree. You know, I mean like, yeah, you may get some dicks drawn on your face, but just pass out at the party. Right. You know, like, yeah, maybe some dicks, maybe like some stuff, substances, you don't know Somebody's what is dumped on your you, head or shave your your but it's better than getting a DUI yeah. or hurting somebody. So as always drink Wisconsinably, please. Yeah. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, watch watch out for deer deer on your way home. home.